0: Welcome to Celtics Stuff Live on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider of audio and video coverage for the Boston Celtics. Justin and John here, and uh, things have been going pretty well, John. Feeling all right now, feeling all right. Three-game winning streak, seven of their last ten. Nice smackdown of the Lakers. LeBron apparently so pissed off that he's got to go around punching Isaiah Stewart in the face. But, uh, you know, hey, all right. And, uh, you know, it feels, it feels a lot better. And I think the big question mark against Houston, which you can decide for yourselves if you think the Houston as an opponent is a good test of this was, can we bring, you know, Brown and, uh, you know, to an extent Williams back into that Double big lineup, and still see the ball movement, and you know the—I don't think I had any question about the defense, but definitely the ball movement, uh, and the finding the open shooter, and and uh, Tatum's aggressiveness, because you know some of that aggressiveness. Oh, they're gonna call it a foul. Kind of like, hey, they're gonna call it a hard need it. Does that These guys so, are I guess my question for you, John, is, so Houston oh, for you. I don't want to see a higher quality opponent. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no way, right? Dude, no how
1: can anybody say that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that they, the most impressive thing about this game against Houston is that it's one more game that they've done things the right way. It came out I, you know, in the second
0: half and just blew it out, right? We, like rest right. for everybody, like that, those, doing what you're supposed to do against significantly lower quality opponents mm-hmm. is critical to, you know, guys staying healthy and that's clearly going to be an issue again this year.
1: But I, I think my whole, my whole thing is like, It's about young teams consistently knowing what they have to do to win basketball games. To me, that's what this team is really learning about this season. It's about how do I do it? How do I do it? Well, and how do I keep doing it over and over and over again? And that was the lesson of last year that they never figured out. They never figured out how to do it consistently. They never figured out how to give the extra effort consistently. They never had anything they could lean on. You'd, You know, they'd, they'd win a game, a great game, and then the next game you'd think, okay, we're going to build off of it. And it'd be like the most demoralizing thing that you'd seen that, you know, that month. That was, that was the pattern, you know, for the last 12 months. And after those first five games, first five, uh, first, no, first seven, first seven games when they were two and five, you know, Uh, I think the defense was an issue. I think I I, I would say I I was worried in that they hadn't shown anything of value at that point. Um, And then there was that period where, well, they're starting to defend, but the offense still really wasn't quite what it needed to be. And and look, I don't think it's fixed. I think the offense still has a ways to go. Uh, But if they can defend like this, they're going to be in a lot of games against a lot of teams. Um, I think to me the the offense is the biggest question. I think that's why people are so focused on it, um, which somewhat undersells how great the defense has been. But the offense, the growth, the potential growth of the offense is what I think. Um, I'm not saying they're going to be the Warriors of 15, 16, but they they have much higher to go with. With the, the players and the pieces they have available to
0: them. Well, they were finding open shooters. It's just the open, the open shooter wasn't knocking down the shot. And, and you know, that might plague them for an entire season. It might be great one night and mm-hmm. bad another night. You never know how that's going to play out because I saw you kind of posting on Twitter over the last week and the question mark being without regular minutes, how can we expect young guys to hit open shots? And I think that's, I think that's a fair question. At the same time, you've got some vets on this team that are there to also build, you know, towards the postseason, et cetera. But you almost think you want the younger players to get a little bit more run. And then the vets are the ones that end up, you know, filling in when you really need them in the postseason. But then if you do that, do they ever find their role? One person I think that has really figured it all out is Schroeder. I mean, that's it's such a perfect fit to know that if Jalen Brown's got to sit out some games that he can come in and contribute missing offense and that when Jalen comes back, he can still go to the bench and still contribute to the team and contribute offense and um, you know, and be in that role. And that's what you get from a veteran that you don't get from the younger rookies in and out of the starting lineup, still serving a purpose Raising their role and scoring load when required, but not having to have it to still be good in a lesser role or coming back off the bench. That was a great pickup. There's just, there's going to, by the end of this season, we're all going to be like, that was a big key. And then we're not going to be able to keep him. And we're going to be wondering a little bit about how they, how they fill that next year. Gown on it. Book it. Book it.
1: I, well, you know, he's, he has, I think you can say that he rescued the season. Um, he was a shot. He has been a shot in the arm when they desperately needed it without Jalen Brown in the, in the lineup the last, you know, week, week two or weeks, so. yeah. What, how many of those games do they win without Dennis Schroeder? Uh, not many, <laughs> not many at all. And, and I'm not saying, I don't think that necessarily he's, um, you know, I would, I wouldn't even put him in the category of like a great player or a, someone who's been just. I think there have been players who have been more indispensable than than he that aren't named Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on this roster, but he has been so important to complement, and I think that's the piece of why Schroeder has been important here. He complements. What the other guys need, what what they don't do, um, you know. It's I, I. Everyone talks about Rondo. I don't see Rondo when I see him. I see Terry Rozier.
0: I see Rondo in physical appearance, but not in play style. Either, I totally. I see what you're saying Terry. about.
1: He's got wait, that. Oh, the,
0: no, 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 no. I mean literally when he had the headband on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you looked at him and thought, oh, is Rondo on the floor? I mean, yeah. literally, physically. But, yeah, yeah totally. The ter- Terry Rosier in terms of style of play. Yep, slashing, attacking the basket, sometimes has the ball maybe longer than he should, but seems to make the play anyway, right? right. That's where you're going.
1: Does some scrappy things defensively, um, doesn't give up, you know, certainly. Um the the challenge is you know I think Brian Rob had a had a report uh, or mentioned uh, somewhere that that apparently the Celtics there's mutual interest to bring him back. I always think that's funny. Hey, you're playing great. We think you should stay here with us. Hey, I kind of like it here. I'd kind of like to stay. Great. If Let's only that's numbers, all it took.
0: Blah blah right, blah blah. Right, yeah, right. the minute I we mean, start talking numbers, it's...
1: I, you know, does Al Horford leave if that happens? Does you know? I mean, come on, that's just—it's kind of silly. But um, I think he—he he, what he can do is something no nobody else on this roster can, and it's it's a hugely it's a huge benefit to have him have be able to plug in a player of his caliber who can get by whoever is guarding him at any point in time. Now I'd love to cut down the turnovers. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to get some of the turnovers turned down a little bit. Um, but the, the good thing is, is that he's surrounded by guys that aren't so turnover prone. Um, and, and we should also mention that Marcus Smart is yeah. playing, playing his that ball was such
0: ball. a logical next step in the conversation. It's exactly where I was headed. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he got a lot of criticism as usual, uh including from me. <laughs> uh, me too. i no, am with usual. you. Yeah,
1: I'll put my hand just up. This
0: wasn't there, and he had kind of a yeah. frustrating year last year too. So it's not like he mm-hmm. just popped up out of the blue to start this year. There were definitely some criticism. He was definitely due some criticism for the way he played last season as well. Mm-hmm. But you're right. The the this stretch of time, as much as. Schroeder was a shot in the arm, you know, smart kind of got this big question mark about speaking up and at the team dinner and was it the right thing in the media, but it did seem to light a fire. Here's the answer to that question every single time is, did it work or did it not work? (laughs) And If it didn't work, do they keep doing it? Because that's the answer to the question. Everybody, especially smart has earned the right to try that once. And it could have backfired and maybe they heal the move on. But if he tried it again after he did that the one time and it didn't work, then he's a cancer. And it literally, that's basically, you know, like that's how it works. Cause the team will turn on him, right? That's, Hey, we're not listening to you anymore. So now your fiery personality is a problem, but because he did it and it worked when the time's right, if he's going to speak up again, they're going to listen to him because the results are, you know, proof that it. That he made the he he lit the fire that needed to be lit.
1: I, I and I I would say I'm i maybe not as not quite as far as you are on that, but I definitely think that he uh, I when think you that, say
0: not as far, you're just saying you're not as okay with him. No, media, or you just don't think it's you don't think that that I, that. that, that that was as responsible for the turnaround. Like you're gonna, no. you're gonna shower some credit to Horford instead. And no, 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 no. A little bit.
1: I, I guess what I'm saying is, I think he took a lot of heat for being so bold to say that. I think that we're really soft if that's really being bold, right? <laughs> you know, he's like, hey, it's something we're working on, and Jalen, and Jason need to learn how to pass more, and it's something we're trying to get better at. And, and it was true and people, Oh, shot across the bow and like sports radio lost its mind for like three weeks or whatever. I mean, it really wasn't that bad. He said they kind of pass the ball more. They do. The problem is, is the people who hate smart said, Oh, he wants to shoot more. It's all about him. And that wasn't the point. The point mm. was, this is about Tatum and Brown learning how to lead a team. And offensively, it's hard to learn how to learn, lead a team. And, He's like, Hey, we're working on that. It didn't seem like it was a, it was a negative thing. It was definitely a shot. It was definitely like, Hey, we got to get better at this. It sucks to stand there in the corner and the ball's not moving. Um,
0: ha. and then they did it. Well, at least Tatum right. did while Brown was out and then people couldn't hit the open shot when they were sitting right. in the corner. So then that's wow. how that you got to give the team and Tatum and, and others. A lot of credit for sticking with the plan, Mm -hmm. even when they were missing those shots, because it's incredibly frustrating to feel like you're making the adjustment. And even if you look at the way the team started, I feel like Tatum was overpassing, over-deferring at the very early going. And he was struggling with his shot at the same time. So how frustrating is it to not be able to hit your shot at the same time you're working on distributing – the ball and deferring to others and trying to draw the double and the attention, and then they can't hit it either. I'm that I'm glad they pulled out of that as fast as they did, because that could have been just an absolute cyclone of mental hell for this mm-hmm. team if that didn't get recovered fast.
1: Well, and and let's let's also, so I I think that they were they were pulling the defense was somewhat pulling them out of the malaise. Right. I think we agree there that they figured out the defensive end. There was a lot of effort put into that from the coaching staff side of it. And the team kind of responded, but then offensively they were, they were awful. Right. And so the last few days, the last week or so, it seems as though that the attention has really gone to that end of it. But let me also give Jason Tatum some credit too, because, you know, that, I, I was pretty critical after, let's see, the Laker game, he was pretty good, but I would say the, yeah, the Atlanta game, I was like, nee, that's a great, that wasn't, it was one of those games where he played great, but nobody else was there. Um, I got to pull up the box score, but, but basically he was. I hate was losing
0: like, to Atlanta too, by the me way. Too, like, me too. It's, it's a real pisser.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, he was 12 for 22. Five for 12 from three, um, he had six free throws, uh, 34 points, five assists, nine rebounds, I and mean, that was kind of like the emblematic version of, of what you were saying, which was the, you're, he's trusting everybody and they're failing him. Right. Game. That was kind of the, that was kind of like the, the pie point of that, but. He didn't get in his own feelings the next game when they go to L- they go to play the Lakers. He starts talking about how you know, look, I was a Laker fan, but not anymore. And he played with a passion in that game against L.A. that. Was pretty uncommon, you know, when Russell was in the building, Paul Pierce is in the building. I was just um, going to make
0: that connection. That Pierce connection is, that, is, is so that, critical to this. Is that it? Is that why? Is Yeah, for sure. He, did that because Pierce is from Inglewood. I mean, there's, and they've been comparing him to Pierce to some extent and the, you know, the mm. parallels and I, I, I'm not sure that their game is really all that parallel, but, but the fact that, that they keep bringing that up, you know, as far as, you know, Paul was Paul was not KG. I think he was far more enigmatic than Tatum. Tatum is still more quiet than Paul was. Mm. Paul still had a magn you know a magnanimous personality. It's just in contrast to to KG. It didn't, it didn't look Everyone so larger than life anymore. You know, <laughs> right? It, exactly, and so you know with that in mind that you, you know, there's some so there's some parallel there i guess but but they've been making it and definitely the growing up as a laker fan and what it takes guaranteed paul talked to tatum about that and tatum being the big fan of kobe as he was um you know i'm not saying that i'm not even insinuating on the slightest level that he um hated becoming a celtic or anything like that But what I am saying is it's if that's the team you grew up loving, one of your most favorite players, a guy you worked out with till nearly the day he died, who was a mentor to you, played for the Lakers is pretty much his whole career, other than he was in a Hornets jersey for a very short period of time. If 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 you have a love for that team that way, there's a part of you that almost has to embrace the hatred of that team, the same way Paul Pierce did to really rise to a certain level. And we can all go back to when he dunked on LeBron. If you remember a couple of years back, hard to forget. And and there's a little, I I don't know if there's a, he loves Kobe and there's a Kobe versus LeBron thing, or, you know, I don't know if he, maybe him and LeBron are total buddies. I have no idea. But there's definitely something about dunking on the king and punking on the king whenever you get a chance (laughs) that matters. It's a rite of passage to some extent here. And I I, there's a part of me that kind of looks at that and says, you know, it's a LeBron thing. It's a Lakers thing. It's a Paul Pierce influence thing. It's the rivalry. It's embracing it. Mm. And honestly, all the hype leading up to that game, you know, he probably got swept up in it a little bit. And it finally, like, really meant something to him uh, in a different way.
1: I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I just think that seems more likely, right. Than to somehow suggest that, you know, he was upset about the, the I mean, I, I mean, it seemed like it just felt like a different game. It felt like yeah. he knew that game needed more of him and that's the type of, okay. So I've always felt like he loves shooting he loves scoring the ball. He loves being the guy who, who makes the big play, who hits the big shot. He, I think he, like Paul, he loves that, right? Absolutely. But I don't know that a lot of times that he feels what's needed and kind of responds to that. Like there's like a – there's an aura. There's a sense. there's a There's a feeling that basketball players who feel the game – no, like, okay, this is what this team needs right now, right? That's something that I feel like a guy like Smart or like Horford, just really cerebral kind of players get. And that's just never been his thing. And that's why I kind of go back to that that Spurs game from last year when he got 60, where it was like he knew he had to bring a different level, a different type of energy to that game. And he did. And, I thought that Laker game really was kind of the first time since that that I had seen. Like, oh, yeah, okay, this is what it is. And he's it's like he's tapping into that a little bit. I I saw a little bit of that tonight, honestly. Well, to really be – I think he's – I think this is – if this is him figuring out what it takes to be –
0: The next level, the the transcendent player. Yes.
1: I'm excited. It's more than just hitting your shots. It's more than just there's – you have to give that – <laughs> you gotta give that oom. It's not just the time you need it, it. too.
0: It's 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 dominating the game. It's it's realizing that you're the best player on the floor.
1: Not just in shots. every
0: in every facet. Exactly right. in every facet of the game, you yeah. can beat everybody mm-hmm. and dominate. So, right. all right, hold on one second because we got to table that. Yeah, that I got one more on that. I got good yeah. stuff. We we're, we got that, and we got anything is possible. I hope you watched it. It's Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means. Football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet online as you Dude, you look like a turkey while I'm doing it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. BetOnline has got you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. So head on over to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. Thank you very much with promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. And it's not just football, bet online as pro with College Hoops, NHL, Boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, you're going to love this one. We're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. Anyway, uh, oh my god, that's so classic! <laughs> oh, you definitely broke up my ad read nicely. Sorry. done Sorry. we still have the most entertaining ad. Read.
1: Absolutely, Anybody we win. CLNS champions right here. Yeah, uh, best sure. ad read. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'd love to hear an outtake compilation of some of our ad reads over
1: the years. Seriously. So, yeah, that's the free family
0: dentistry.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Gold rarities for full life.
0: Goldrarities.com. <laughs> oh,
1: where you at, Al? Um, let's talk about. He sold
0: the business, so he's he's probably retired. He's probably
1: in Bitcoin now. It's probably yeah. Bitcoin rarities or something, you know? Yeah. Um Tatum, let's talk about Tatum. I, I just we yeah. were kind of t- we were kind of kind of weaving back into that, and he's kicking ass and looking great and all that. Um, and and I think where where he's going, right? He's on the ascendancy. He's figuring out the feel part of the game. He's the shooting. This is what was kind of driving me crazy. There was a lot of people, and I was having this conversation. I felt like I kept saying the same thing, and people kept telling me, "Well, once he starts hitting shots." Oh, well, that'll fix everything. And like to me, like that's like the complete wrong approach. If that's how he's looking at it, he's in trouble.
0: Yeah. Cause he's just going to sit around trying to make shots. Right. That's not
1: it. Right. It's about doing the oomph. It's doing the extra. It's, it's going to get that extra rebound. It's, it's going around and stepping up and trying to contest at the rim when, where you could just stand and watch the guy lay it in. Those are the types of plays where you're bringing that level of comp competitive fire to it that that really fires up the other guys. And but even when he's finishing he around the doing rim now,
0: it's not lay-ins; it's dunks. Like he's just well, sure, created, but sure. My, my but I don't is, worry about him em- there. No, you know I get it. Saying? But it's emblematic of the fire. Is what I yes. get it. Yeah, you can yes. go ahead and lay it in. No big deal. Right. That's not the point I'm making. I'm making that is all part of the ferocious yes. nature and yeah. and just I'm going to own this. I'm going to let you know sure. that I'm the dominant alpha. And that's where all those other pieces of the game come into play. And so, you know, there's there there's a little bit of the of the KG in that, but it it's not coming out in his personality. But that's – KG tried to alpha everybody every minute yeah. he was on the floor yeah. and in practice.
1: And that's never going to be that, – that's and, not Tatum. That's not who no, he is. No, no, no.
0: Not in the personality, but right. it has to be in the play.
1: I just don't know you can. I don't know that – I don't know. I don't know anybody could be like that. I don't. I mean, you could.
0: No, no, no. The mentality of even the I, I, being the dominant player in every facet of the game while yeah. you're on the floor, even if you're not. I'm not saying he necessarily can do it the way KG did it, I but just, you have to have that mentality.
1: I, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I get it. I get what you're saying, and I, and I think you're right that 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 bringing that into those areas. I just KG just was on another level that. He has to go in that vein. Let's let's say that he has to follow that vein. I just don't know he can reach the you know the heights that that guy. I mean that guy. I mean I, you can look at it, be a history. There may be nobody like him. Did you watch right?
0: it? Did you watch no. it? No. Oh, do you not have Showtime? Is that no. why? No. No, you don't have Showtime, or no, that's not why. Um.
1: Uh, do you have YouTube true? TV? False. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, see, Do you have you have YouTube TV, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just pay for the ten bucks for no, one month. No, I don't. Pay Dude, for that. I'm cheap. I'm telling you right now, if if you don't watch anything as possible, you're gonna regret it. It's oh. worth ten bucks. Okay, it's better. It's better than watching him in the Adam Sandler movie, Uncut Gems, by okay. far. Okay. It's, so if you enjoyed Uncut Gems and you were willing to rent it for six bucks or whatever. You might as well pay ten bucks and watch anything as possible. It's okay. It's awesome. All right. All right. Well. Dude, this is how awesome it is. I it's a two hour, two hour show on that on showtime. Yeah. I got an hour and twenty minutes into it and got so jacked up that I paused it and went for a sixty minute run outside and came back and watched the rest. Wow. Yeah. I got jacked up. I was like, that's my boy, KG. Wow. Yeah. At eight o'clock at night, at eight o'clock at night, I started it a little bit before seven and at eight o'clock, I was like, damn, I'm lazy. And I, and I did, I went for a run and watched the last 40 minutes when I got back. No joke. Saturday night.
1: Oh my gosh! I'm you know, if, you, I, if, I awesome. out, if I if I went out if I went out for a run at eight o'clock on a Saturday night, my wife would be saying
0: anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> my wife was out. I was home alone. So. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. It's awesome. I
1: believe it. I don't even I'll,
0: want. I don't even want to spoil it. All right, let's you, not
1: spoil it then. You, I, maybe you, I yeah. will
0: just tell you this. You yeah. get. You really get like a a vibe uh of like it like it's real there's a moment where he's got the mic coming down he's so genuine that's what i love about this guy like even when he's doing it it's he's doing it for show but it's it's him yeah yeah it's still even when he's doing the show it's not a caricature yeah he's not faking so it so clear yeah. yeah and he's got this this mic it's hanging from the ceiling in this one mm-hmm. section mm-hmm. and he's just doing his thing where he's like He's like reliving the moment. You can almost see like that he's actually in the moment. Like he teleported to the moment and he's like and he's like like up to the mic, just like just him, just raw. Just oh dude. I get chills. I get chills. He's such a motivator. Like I friggin' love that guy. That's all I'll say. Uh, I lo- you you know, gotta watch it.
1: Did you see the comment that Tatum had before the Laker game? Did you see that? Or maybe I it was missed after. it.
0: No, he I think said, I missed it.
1: He said, uh, actually he tweeted it. I, I should, I should get his, get, get it right here.
0: Yeah, get it exact. Um, We've got 13 minutes for you to find this tweet.
1: Um yeah. He had, uh, <laughs> I should get this right. He said, okay, th- this is to your... That was this fast. Is, this is your deal. He says, KG Documentary was fire emoji. Stole game from the truth, but Ticket was my favorite Celtic.
0: Yeah, I did see that tweet.
1: Yeah, you know. I I did see it.
0: But but it was the stole game from the truth. So he's definitely a little bit of that step-back action, right? Oh,
1: yeah, but, you know. But he's
0: more of a sidestep than what Paul did. He's more of a side. But the sidestep
1: wasn't even a thing, really, back in, you know. And, and Paul's no, no, no! no I'm just saying. He said stole game
0: from Paul, but if you really think about it, like Paul is, Paul, Paul is more of a fade. Like it's just not the same kind of thing. It it's similar, but Paul's is just like a light to the side and then fade, right? Mm-hmm. And then Tatum's is like all side and slight fade. Well, I think I, I think
1: he. Well, he's got the curls, so I'm not sure how much of a fade he's got. Oh, um, oh, Dad, <clears throat> oh, Dad, but but uh, you know, I, I think that there's, I think that there is, there's a lot of lessons to be learned, and I think it's been interesting. Paul's been been in the news a lot lately too, talking about one how the Celtics should never break up Tatum and Brown, and two, um, you know, really support, support that. for those guys, and saying. You know, look, this is, it's hard, it's hard to, to, to lead, but those guys have to, now's the time they have to start to grow and change just as he did. But as he says, I was a lot older when I had to make that adjustment, you know, when, when, when Ray and Paul, Ray and KG came in. Um, and I think what he's saying is that was dependent upon talent coming in and joining me, not me changing. The thing that I would say though, he doesn't really acknowledge how he changed as a player when mm-hmm. Doc came in. And that, that's, to me, this isn't the bring KG and bring Ray Allen part and let's win a championship phase for, for Brown and Tatum. This is the, um, I'm going to learn how I fit into everybody else piece, which is what he ran into when Doc showed up. You know, the, the 0405, you know, kind of evolution of Paul Pierce. That's, that's the piece where becoming, you know, more efficient as a player and becoming more, that's where I think those guys are right now. And I, and I think they could win a lot sooner and they have been more successful than, than, uh, than Paul was, you know, even though he went to a conference finals, they've been more successful than, than Paul Pierce was surely in, in their earlier careers.
0: Uh, yeah, but they were also surrounded by senior talent. In a way that Paul never was. I mean, he yep. was paired with Antoine and you know, yeah, they brought in Kenny and Rodney Rogers, but it's oh my god, just not at all the same thing.
1: <laughs> let, on, on that note, let, let me, let me, they on, I don't know if you saw this tweet I had on Saturday afternoon. I spent a good part watching a, a game oh, from 2017 yes. against the Dallas Mavericks. This was as this was in in the midst of that early season uh winning streak after Yeah, I remember you said
0: because Hayward. there's this point guard I don't want to talk about on here. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yes. And man, the talent. I mean it was crazy. It was like Ugh. you know, Rosier is like the ninth man coming off the bench, right? And the thing was, it was so crazy. A <laughs> team was so good I mean, yeah. you're bringing Baines in off the bench You're bringing in Smart off the bench You're bringing in Rozier off the bench You know, you started Mook Morris You've got, I mean And and here's the coup de grace of the whole thing That point guard that I don't want to mention Was so freaking good I mean, picking his spots Setting other guys up And then taking over when he needed to take over I mean, it was like it was so sad. <laughs> it was such <laughs> a sad state of affairs because, you know. For those of
0: you not watching on video, John literally almost hit his head off the table. I, I, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just, it, it's so You're sad. You're distraught. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know, it's for the criticism of Danny, it's, it's
0: really frustrating. Yeah. Because. Well,
1: that's the thing.
0: The pieces, yeah. the pieces have been there. Like the way that they rebuilt that since the day they traded for Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. It, it's it's just this weird-ass curse that they did not have more success.
1: It was all there for them. I mean, it was all there for them. Right laid out. And, you know, there's a number of reasons for it. Bad luck, you know, bad injury luck. But that guy, man, they really screwed it up. Because they yeah. could have been... I mean, they just, they could have been amazing. Yeah. But alas, what are you going to do? You move on. But man, it was, that was, that was heartbreaking almost to watch because I, I could transport myself back to watching that game five years ago and what I was feeling and be like, oh my gosh, maybe they don't need Hayward. Maybe they've got a chance. And I don't think I knew how close they were at that point, you know, Yeah. But,
0: well, I still look re- at what they did after Kyrie was out. I mean, that was right. such a phenomenal year. And, like, I'm remembering back to Terry Rozier in a game, I think it was in March, I guess, against Portland. Mm-hmm. And he hit a last game winner, and Horford made this huge play. I think Horford, like, tied it up, and then Terry won it or something like that. I mean, I was at that game. But it was just you, – you, you just watch these guys after they got decimated – and none of the veterans were on that club and they were just mm-hmm. still going. And honestly, that would have all been fine. Yeah. If those if Hayward and and Kyrie had not gotten injured, I think those guys would have stayed in their roles and yes, Terry would have gone on because they just wouldn't have been able to afford him. You know, right. with with the way it was playing out, I, it, that would have ended up the same way. But I don't think the issues of the following season would have been as bad mm-hmm. if they didn't taste so much success without the veterans. Because then these young guys, to some extent, had to have felt like they were being held back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Had to have.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
0: it, it was a killer. It was a killer. It was a
1: killer. It was a killer because they had it all set up for them. I mean, it was all right there. And even if Kyrie, even if you want to say Kyrie was the only one there, I mean that, yeah. to me, losing Kyrie, cause remember that, right? Like that was hospital Celtics, right?
0: Yeah. And, yeah.
1: and they get to that, that like late season and they lose Kyrie and they go on a big winning streak and you're like, okay, well this is like dead cat bounce. You know, <laughs> like this yeah. is just like, okay, well, they're doing great for a little bit, and then, of course, they kept rolling. Yeah, they you know
0: they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. Exactly,
1: yeah. minutes away from being in the finals, you know, and uh, it just felt like they were... Uh, one piece away. They were one piece away, and they had two yeah. All-Stars sitting in street clothes on their bench, and you're like, it's all right there. But if you're Tatum and you're Brown and you're leading this effort... You're thinking you're there and yeah. the problem is, and that's, that's kind of the thing that we see now is that you have to be humbled. You have to be like, okay, well, I'm not there. I'm not at this place yet. I'm not yet, you know, I, I need to work to get to this point. And I think Tatum and Brown have had to go through those bumpy stretches here over the last 12 months. To say, okay, well, I do need to improve. There are things I, I need to do to get our team to this point, and it's on me to do it. At that God, point, I hope
0: they keep them together.
1: The train wheels were still on at that point, and I don't think they really saw how much they needed to do to become the players they think they could be. And that's yeah. why this whole, you know, everyone lauds the, the young players, and rightly so, but the truly good, great players are the vets. I mean, Mm -hmm. we, we pumped up the tires up of of a Kevin Durant when he was 23, 24, 25, but he's a better player now than he was then. you know, there's more, there's more press and more highlights on sports center when he's 23, 24, 25, but he's better now as a 31 year old, 32 year old, you know, and that's the funny thing about this league. We talk about the potential of what a guy is, but if you want the and winner... And showcase
0: him before he's there.
1: Exactly. Which pumps yeah. up his head, which then causes potentially for him to lose his way. And that's yeah. that's the that's the, the kind of
0: only to find their way again. You hope. Yeah, well I'm I'm speaking about a specific player. Only to find their way again and then lose their way again. A la Ray Allen. Ah, <sighs> Ray. Ray Ray. Ray, 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 Ray. All right, we're gonna have to wrap up the show. So I don't know if we can go down the Ray path. That's
1: boy, you really. Well, let's hey, they played. Let's let's talk about. Let's look ahead, though. Let's let's let's. All right, let's, let's do a look ahead
0: and then call it. Yep. Let's
1: look ahead because Nets man Wednesday, the the F Thanksgiving three games uh, Nets. behind,
0: three games behind. Well, that's it. Three games out, I should say.
1: Of, of first place. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Three games out of first almost, place.
0: Almost, almost 20 games into the year, which is the barometer, right? Which puts them at like, I mean, uh, 44, 45 wins right now is what they're on pace for, I think.
1: They're right. They're, so they're five. Yeah. Probably right. Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. So they're three games back of Brooklyn. Brooklyn is playing without Kyrie Irving. First in the, first in the East. They've won eight of their last 10, three in a row. We've won three in a row, oh, by the way. Um, and, you know, they've got some, some pretty good guys on their team. Um, but, hey, (laughs) the way the Celtics are playing right now, I wouldn't, I, I think they can make it quite a game. I really do. I think, I don't know how many defensive teams the Brooklyn Nets have played that are on par with where the Celtics are right now. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't say that they've, I think that will, th- I think even against a good team that will throw, um, that'll throw them a bit. Um, not to say that they won't score, not to say that Durant couldn't go for 45, you know, at a, at a bat of an eyelash, uh, cause he's that good, but I, I, I think that's going to be a pretty interesting game Wednesday night. I think that that could be, um, you know, you, you want to say that the Celics are, are on their way to, you know, uh, better st- status than what we saw in the two and five start, but you beat Brooklyn. Well,
0: if they now, beat Brooklyn like, and they have that Laker win under their belt, even though the Lakers are kind of reeling and not okay. awesome right now, you know, beating Brooklyn would definitely be, uh, a statement and a legitimizer for them and one Absolutely. that they need more than Brooklyn.
1: Right. And, you know, weird things happen with who plays who around holidays and and all that.
0: It could be a stinker for the Celtics,
1: too. Absolutely.
0: It could be be an absolute bomb.
1: The team we saw over the last year, yes. But the team we saw over the last week or two seems like we're going to get a good defensive effort. Can they score? Are they going to be fluid enough offensively? Can Jalen and Jason get going? Can, you know, can – can they? Man, I just can they get want, enough apart? From is those it in two? New
0: Jersey or is it in Boston?
1: Well, it it would be in Brooklyn too, which would be interesting. If it was in New oh, Jersey. Oh, right, that's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> I just. Oh, I time funny.
1: That would be yeah. funny. Yeah, it's in New Jersey, and they're they're gonna they're gonna play it uh, the Brendan Byrne Center. Uh I. I no, I just that,
0: mean so Kyrie can't play because he won't get vaccinated. So he's right, out. well he's
1: yeah, yeah. So they're playing. That's a home game. It's in Boston Wednesday night.
0: Oh, that's what I was asking. Okay, so it's I know, in Boston. I'm
1: just giving you a hard time.
0: Okay, awesome. so Kyrie can play,
1: but he's out. They're, he's not. He's he's gone. He's, he's, he's out
0: all together.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's. They said they were You're not with right? us.
0: Oh, so they just okay. He's gone.
1: Yeah, that. he's. He's not welcome to be around the team. Oh, he's, he either man, he had to be all in what or all out.
0: Head case, he is. Yeah. And he doesn't want to get traded because this is his super team. So what's he waiting well, for? Well, I stayed in New York to stop requiring this. You
1: remember he went like. home. Remember he was going home. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going home. Okay. Whatever. Cause he knows who the postman is and. He goes to the,
0: I, <laughs> I can't he's, even, dude. That guy is so I just can't it. even give him any play. He's so, why good. would you? He's, he's, I can't do this. I gotta, I'll, go to show. I'll show, I'll show no go. I cannot go down. It was Ray and then all of a sudden, yeah, Kyrie, look at, look at, like the negative, like you're trying to suck look me. Look at in. where it
1: brought you right back to me. This is a <laughs> Thanos I'm not, situation.
0: Not doing it. <laughs>
1: No, it's good. I'm doing
0: it tonight. Okay, so it's a holiday week. Let's move
1: ahead. Let's move ahead.
0: Okay. Yep. So they so
1: after Brooklyn, they play. They go to San Antonio, and they go to Toronto, and that's it for the rest of the month. Toronto
0: sucks it right now.
1: They got a couple days before they play Philly in the middle of next week. So
0: wow, and they're not exactly in a state of like stability either. Embiid's barely healthy, and Simmons is Simmons. And be will be playing by that game though.
1: Brooklyn, Spurs, Toronto. We'll, we'll, we won't talk about the Philly game because that would be fun. That, that could be interesting.
0: I think Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn could be a win. I'm skeptical, but I think it could be a win. The Toronto game is definitely a win. I think yeah. after the first loss, they're quite comfortable playing that team. And then, uh, and I think the Spurs is a win too. I mean, I don't love pop, but I, I think the Spurs is a win.
1: They're 4-12. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we we always have a hard time going down there, but I think that should be a win. Um, yeah, the game there last year was kind of interesting. I, I, yeah, I think, I think they, I think they'll probably lose to Brooklyn.
0: They got to lose one of these games because they're just doing too good right now to it just not feels, lose at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It feels like,
0: but it's, it's one of those, this is one of those weeks where they beat Brooklyn and we go super high. And then they lose to the Spurs
1: or Or Toronto Toronto or Toronto, right. Or they win those those two
0: games and drop Toronto. But I just think they've got a three game win streak, you know, eight out of their last 11, I think is the actual number there. And then so I, I, I kind of feel like it's that middle, if they don't lose to Brooklyn, then I feel like it's the middle game that does, cause it's coming on the after Turkey day, So if they if they muster it up Wednesday night, then they let down on Thursday. They get all of that whatever's in the turkey and show up asleep, and the Spurs spank them, and then they go rebound against Toronto. So I'm gonna go two and one, and I'm gonna go with that. Just made too much real sense to me. San Antonio's a loss. Win Brooklyn. Win Toronto. San Antonio. Bizarro loss in between. Wow. Yeah, that's my that's my oh. prediction. Well, I'll also
1: say 2-1, but I'm, You're I'm going Brooklyn loss. I think the Brooklyn loss. I just I yeah. feel like Durant is he's a load. I just so dominant. He's the MVP, I think.
0: Um so But everybody's going to be healthy, so if they want to Yeah. going out on the road and they got too big, so they just need somebody to put perimeter pressure on him. And yeah. then, you know, Rob's got to be ready Al's got to hit him with the body, and Rob's got to be re- ready to come over and alter the shot. Mm-hmm. Somebody on the perimeter, slow him down. Al picks him up. Rob cleans him out.
1: The other thing I'd say is the Celtics defense is well. I don't know if they have the pieces necessarily. I don't know if they have the veteran defenders. Like Josh Richardson being healthy will matter, but. They have the team and the team defensive scheme that I think can work against against Brooklyn Nets,
0: especially um, with Kyrie gone. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I I do think it's Brooklyn's a loss, but is Harden still struggling? It. Yeah, yeah. He but he was what's the last game? I think he was like four for twenty two or something, but was like eighteen of nineteen from the line or something like that. It was he had some bananas uh um um yeah box score. Uh it was the other I see was it Tuesday night? Uh, I'm gonna try to bring it up here, see if I can find it. But um yeah, so anyway. Um
0: yeah, I think that's gonna do it for this week's show. That's gonna
1: do it, right, for this week's show. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need to go ahead.
0: We're gonna be yeah. back on Sunday. Probably. <laughs> I don't yeah.
1: know. I'm I guess it depends
0: you. on whether or not you get your red stapler back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm give me, I'm give
1: stapler I'm gonna give my stapler
0: Oh, that back. is gonna do Thank it for you. this week's show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And you can follow Celtic Stuff Live on Twitter at csl underscore tweet live. John. At C S L underscore Duke. Justin. At C S L underscore Justin. And um I don't remember the rest of the outro script. Uh A heartfelt, thank you to everybody heart for heart tuning thankful. in. Yeah. Yeah. Heart heartfelt. Always heartfelt. Very, very thankful.
1: Founder of heart
0: Thanks you for giving
1: Thanksgiving. Right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving,
0: everybody. Like and subscribe. Um to give your stuff live. Yeah. On uh Amazon, Google we really
1: appreciate and it.
0: Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spotify. That's right, Google Play. no Google Play is gone. That's Google Podcasts now. You can also find us on your favorite uh podcast application. <laughs> Just search for Celtic Stuff Live. Good. And that's, that's easier. While you're there, give us a rating and a review because your feedback is important to the show. And on behalf of the founder of CLNS Media, Nick Gelso. Nick Gelso. My co-host, The Gobbler.
1: Me.
0: I'm Justin Poolin. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Celtic Stuff Live.